everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Half a Nice Day podcast with your host Joshua and Janine. And we've been MIA for a while. We're really sorry. A lot of things have come into our lives in the last few days. Yeah. And but we are back at it once again, back with another episode, which is going to be a handy advice. Yeah. Episode because we got. Uh, a question coming through our Google Forms. Yes. And it's a very good one, I must say. Yeah. Uh, we, I actually miss this. I actually miss giving out advice because our advice is the worst. <laughs> and we like making the world a worse place and watching it crash and burn. <laughs> but uh, here we are today. If you're watching us on YouTube, please do subscribe and like this video so we know what kind of content you're interested in. Right. And also turn on the notification button. Let us know also if you agree to what we say or advice. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure they agree because uh, we have a lot of delinquents listening to this episode. So. <laughs> um, but Don't yeah, turn on that notification that. button so you're notified whenever we drop a new episode. And thank you for listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast from if you opt for the audio experience of this podcast. So let us kickstart this episode. Wait, before you're saying that, um, I just wanted to say Eid Mubarak to all oh, of yes. our Muslim brothers and sisters. We are currently enjoying a five-day holiday because it's attached to the weekend. So two-day weekend, three days holiday in the UAE. Not sure about the other GCC countries. But yeah, we're very we're very blessed. Yeah, but I'm so, gonna miss uh, the Ramadan timings though. Yeah, so usually in in Dubai, um, we get two hours less than our working hours. I get three. Well, he's luckier. Um, so instead of nine to five, it's like nine. Sorry, nine to six. It's nine to four. But you're doing eight to two. Lucky. Lucky, yeah, but I lucky. still finish my work at around five. I'm really inefficient. So. Yeah, me too. Like instead of ending it. The usual like 7 or 8 p.m. on a usual day, I ended at 5 or 6 p.m. Yeah, we're during both Ramadan. Uh, workaholics. And still, at least, it's like shortened, right? Still shortened. Like, if we wanted to, we could. But And that's uh, for a whole month. Come on, where where would you, where, name another city or country that would do this. Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Come on, outside of the GCC. Um, Jordan. That's not true. It is. Are you sure? Jordan does have Ramadan timing. Fine. Outside of the, the Middle East. Sudan. Are you sure Sudan does this? I'm 100% because uh, I have Sudanese colleagues in Sudan and they've told me the Fine. same. Fine. Any non-Arab country or uh, non-Muslim Ma- country. Malaysia. No, I doubt that yeah, they do Malaysia. Yeah, Malaysia is a Muslim country. So I know. Would... It is a Muslim country, but do they? Yeah. I don't believe you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very sure. I'm very sure. Yeah, so I just wanted to say we're really lucky. But yeah, good good hour, like minus two hours days are over. And we're back to nine to six. Nine to five. Yeah, eight, nine, to, five eight for to, me. Fi- eight to five for you. You start earlier. Yeah, but you know what? I can actually finish all my work in like four less hours. Less hours. Yeah, but yeah. That's, that's the thing, right? Like when they give you less hours, you're more inclined to finish whatever you can and the only thing is you take less breaks i don't i don't take any breaks yeah i have to keep um a bag near me if i need to pee stop yeah that's not true yeah don't lie i do i have a pee bag beside me and i doesn't guys don't make it sound like it's that bad it's not yeah i'm not an amazon uh (laughs) delivery driver in the western side of the world 
Those guys, you know, they pee in bottles, right? They pee in bottles. I know, when that's they, really, yeah, because yeah, they're crazy. driving, right? Because they can't, like, really, they can't afford to take a stop. Yeah. Because they have big trucks. Yeah, and right? they, like, their whole supply chain just, supply chain is so efficient that it needs to, like, run around the clock. Like, no yeah. time for any delays. No time to stop. Jump all the red lights, just do anything, whatever it takes to make sure that Samantha in California gets her laundry detergent on time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the happy news of the week. Bling! So I have four happy news. Happy news is okay. happy news is for the week. It's all about animals. Okay, make me smile. Okay, so giant pandas are no longer endangered species thanks to conservation efforts. Their numbers are finally rebounding after years of decline. Bless you. You are a giant panda. Oh, oh, that connects to our our sender, oh. baby panda. You so, think these are his yeah, parents? Maybe because the question we got in today, guys, is from the he gave us a name, a code name called baby, baby panda. panda. So that's connected. That's a happy news for him. Mm-hmm. Next happy news: South Africa will ban the breeding of lions in captivity for trophy hunting or for tourists to pat. That's really good because there's nothing sad than seeing these animals who are used to roaming around and being the kings of the jungle, being boxed in a small space and they can't really exercise. Seriously, guys, the lion, like I relate to the lion in many ways because I uh, I'm an alpha, as one would say, and I like to be free. I don't like to to be bounded by these chains that um that are um that are mm-hmm. tied to my body and i like to be free i would like to be out in the wild just, you know just doing my thing like hunting for my prey just just being the king of the jungle having other animals like like want to befriend me why are you so passionate about this that your eyes are closed while saying the whole thing <laughs> no because i realize that i want to be free i your eyes are closed. You're so passionate about it. Yeah, because I, I like I don't know if you mentioned this before, but we did see the documentary Sea Spiracy. Yes. And I really feel the whale and the and the shark that is in me is really So how having, many how many animals are in you? Oh, like sixty four. Okay, that's why. Yeah. That and explains, it's all it's all like you have the That explains your belly. <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I I love animals, and uh, I'm gonna like. Even Janine knows that in the future, my goal is to go vegan. Yeah, just to protect the the, the animal kingdom because they are my friends. They are your friends, and so the, the lions whole, are your friends. Everyone is my friend. Let's say, let's say, okay. God forbid, you get you get misplaced in like a, a jungle. Which jungle? Um, an African jungle. Okay. And suddenly, there's like a. A Bengali tiger. Oh, my favorite kind of tiger. <laughs> Why am I saying Africa and then suddenly there's a Bengali there's tiger? There's a Bangladeshi. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you going to do? He's hungry. And I'm... And you look like a tasty snack. No, first of all, the I would double C. Uh, try to diffuse the tension with humor as I usually do. You think the tiger will listen to you? Of course. So you command the tiger. For sure. You want to hear my roar? Sure. Uh, 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 uh. Ooh. That's Katy Perry's yeah, roar wah, yeah? wah. In, uh, in that song. 
I got the eye of the I tiger. I know, but that's really wrong. Gonna hear me roar. What you said, if I could rewind what you just sang versus <laughs> that, it's like totally different. It's like two it's different like Fred songs. Perry. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, I have two more news. Yeah, continue. Sorry. We one got... is, uh, well, the, the third one is 12 former female circus elephants ranging from 8 to 38 years old are settling in in at a new wildlife sanctuary in North Florida. Yay! Yeah, no two circus elephants. Dolphinarium. The, when I was younger, of course, I would always want to see these dolphin shows, these circus with different animals. And then you grow up and you just understand how they're being treated, how they're being punished if they don't perform the act that they're supposed to. And they're captive. Like, they should be able to socialize with other animals, be able to roam free, not chained, and, like, living in cold, dingy spaces. Yeah, like, I, like even for I used to enjoy going to the dolphinariums. Yeah. I used to go enjoy, I used to enjoy going to, like, circuses or, like, or like different shows which had in, which involved a lot of animals and yeah. zoos. But then when you grow older, you're like, these guys are like staying away from like their natural habitat. They're locked in a cage or a glass room where like people are just taking pictures and selfies to post on their Instagram. It's like, no, I don't see the point of it. Like I would rather to have them roam free in their natural state. And, or like, if they were in a zoo, like a huge zoo that replicates the their normal environment yeah like the one in alain zoo that is like it's quite a big space for like a tiger or a lion i can't remember the last time i went to alain it's super huge like you have to take this like these little like safari cars to go around Mm. so there's like an ample space wildlife parks right exactly yeah like those wildlife areas but i know they does have a border on it but i think yeah. it's it's better conditions than what you'd have like in a zoo right like yeah. they can still go around roam around like it's like a replica of their normal habitat yeah yeah but just not like being around mm. other species yeah but i understand also as well like female circus elephants like they must be training the whole day like they just want to like go into the the river and bathe each other yeah. and yeah, I know. It's, Have fun. Yeah, but I'm I'm glad like a lot of countries and a lot of different places are taking initiatives to make sure that they're back into the wild and maybe give them some time off. Like I think animals also deserve a vacation or something. How if, many vacation days do you think they get? I don't think they do. Yeah? No. Mm, then it's not fair. I don't think circuses, do they close? No. I mean, maybe when they move around from one to another. Yeah, But, but I not, don't yeah. think like zoos, for example, when it's our off days, which is our weekends, they're open. Because mm. that's when people flock to the zoos, right? Yeah. To the zoo. Zoo. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, last, last um, happy news of the week while I blanked out for a moment. New York Senate just voted to ban pet stores from selling animals purchased from puppy mills. A move that will hopefully encourage pet adoptions. No to buying. Adopt, don't shop. What? That's nice. Adopt, Adopt don't, don't shop. That's a that's a like a like a saying, like mm. like a famous saying. Yeah, but in the UAE, like like I tried looking out for a dog as well, and you still have to pay something. <laughs> he almost got scammed. 
No, I didn't almost get scammed. I was almost scammed that guy for that dog. Okay, you you scammed them because I would love a Dalmatian, guys. Like if if any listeners like listening to this and has a Dalmatian, it's like I want to give to Josh. Then please, I will open my arms and my doors for this Dalmatian. I'm gonna name him Zach, and we're just gonna like hit on babes and stuff. Babes. Yeah. Okay. Babes. Fine. For our UAE listeners, if you ever go on Dubizzle and look for a dog as if you're going to buy it, but they say they'll adopt, like they will allow you to adopt it. They'll send you videos of the puppy, but these are like fake videos that they find elsewhere. And then they'll tell you that you have to give them a deposit of what, a thousand, two thousand dirhams? The one he asked for, I think, was 700. Yeah, like a, a certain amount. And then you send it to them and they'll never reply to you ever again. You know, the funniest part of this was like, okay, can I go see the dog first? He's like, yeah, of course. Sure. I'm like, okay, so maybe not a scam at the end. But then he sends me his, his location. And I'm not kidding, guys. It's some island off the coast of Abu Dhabi. I'm like, how am I supposed to get there? I'm like, are you sure this is your place? I'm like, because it looks like I honestly have to take a boat to get yeah, there. Yeah. I was like, no, this money, and don't worry, this the amount that you send me will be inclusive of the delivery fees. I'm like, hmm, very shady, very sus. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I didn't get the Dalmatian, but uh, hopefully when Janine and I are married and we have a place, we're going to get a Dalmatian. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully not. Well, if we adopt. Yeah, we're going to adopt, adopt a Dalmatian. Yeah, I know yeah, good how, luck finding... how passionate you are about just adopting and not buying animals. Yeah, so. don't do that, guys. Yeah. I know it's difficult. No, it's just it's just sad the conditions of these like mommy and who just like give birth and they're just in pet pet puppy mills and a lot of puppies die. They get diseases. No. Yeah, because they're just crammed all together. Don't say this. I will cry. Have you seen videos of these type of kennels? What is it called? Yeah. Okay, so let's move on. It's a happy news news. It's not happy a news of the week, guys. Yeah, but those are good news for for all our animal lovers out there. Yeah, and good news for animals themselves. Hooray! Hurrah! Hurrah! One step at a time. Yeah, I have one more good news. What? That I was on King and the Sting podcast yeah. last week. It was so cool, like to be in Josh a Zoom. Josh is a fame, fame. Yeah. So shout out first of all to all the King and the Sting listeners who have also subscribed to this podcast. Yes. Gang, gang, and buzz, buzz, and Thank thanks you for so the much, appreciation. Guys. We gained so much followers from that. So many subscribers, so many comments, so many DMs that we got as well for all the love and the support, and really. From the bottom of my heart and Janine's heart, thank you for the support and the love. I was just gonna do a, a heart. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Like we really appreciate it. It, the... was, it was so crazy. It was so last minute. I just replied to a story, mm-hmm. and before I know it, the the producer of the podcast, Nick, he reached out to me on Instagram. He's like, "Can you come on the podcast now in a few minutes?" And I'm like, "What?" And he messaged me that same night. He's like, he screenshotted the whole conversation, sent it to me, and I'm like, "What are you saying? What are you saying?" Because I know that he's such a big fan of Theo Vaughn, and then, yeah the rat king and then i was like wait what is and then a few minutes later he he messages me again saying i'm about to i'm about to be interviewed i'm like what are you saying you just sent me the screenshot and he showed me the time i'm like yeah but that's us time why are they awake at this this time but anyway i was like so confused because it was like so fast and then you're like i'm on i'm like it it all went down so fast and it was really an honor and privilege to be 
talking face to face, obviously through a Zoom call with my one of my all time favorite comedians in the world, Theo Vaughn, and as well uh, Brendan Schaub. And um, <laughs> I like how you. No, of course I have to Theo give. Vaughan. I, I, I have to give credit when credit is due and this podcast wouldn't be also possible without Brendan. Uh, To be honest, uh, he gets a lot of hate, but I feel that they're a great comedy duo. Um, But let's see how things go with this podcast. He's an ex-MMA fighter, right? Ex-MMA fighter. He has his own podcast where he does MMA uh, reviews, I think. Is that the word? Like where he comments. Yeah, fight reviews. Mm -hmm. And uh, he has a food truck diaries where he takes different MMA stars around la through different food trucks and does like an interview style with them nice he's had logan paul he's had um, oh. all these other people on okay. it as well but that was so cool my heart literally jumped out of my chest and into my butt when i saw them and seriously guys <laughs> i did really well though like you didn't seem like you were nervous at all yeah because to keep my composure i was representing not only myself but every viewer in the middle east so i needed to show yo i know what i'm talking about and i love you guys please thank you again guys thank you guys we'll, we can't uh, thank we'll you put, enough yeah so it's, it's a big shout out we'll also let you know once he gets the bd on my ring <laughs> for those who have been commenting get that bd on her ring <laughs> soon enough we will <laughs> i hope you have something planned oh, i do i do <laughs> and yeah um no, but I, I was really good like i'm saying it again but uh, i guess we should move on yeah um so to our question and the advice of the day so we have a question from baby panda as his alias yes and uh, he sent in the question he or she no but it's a he yeah it's, it's a he, he uh sent in with a question through our google form so please make sure that you if you have any questions advice or any comments you can put it across in the form you can be anonymous or you can put your real name and we can uh answer a question here live on the half a nice day podcast Okay, so <laughs> so he asked to be anonymous. We don't actually know his name. He didn't. He didn't let He's us know. He's one of our international listeners, though. Yeah, so that's really dope. super cool. So this is the question: Hi, Janine and Josh. I'm a 23 year old Indian Catholic male living in Kuwait. Shout out! Shout out to Baby Panda, a 23 year old living mm-hmm. in Kuwait. Growing up in Kuwait, I and many have. Ab- and many other expats in parentheses always feel this inferior complex towards Arabs. We were always told by our community not to engage with them and to make friends within our community. At Josh, specific question. Did you experience this growing up in the UAE since you are a nan a non-Arab expat? Since I'm a man? <laughs> a nan. And at Janine, specific one for me, there's this stereotype in the Gulf that Arab women don't go for men who are Asian or South Asian. I have always been intimidated to ask an Arab woman out as I always assumed that I would get rejected. Could you provide some insight on the dating culture for Lebanese or in general Arab culture from Baby Panda? Baby Panda, Panda, Panda. You know what? You know what? There, there's this pattern that they come to us for love advice. <laughs> no, which, like is, which is great advice. because we are a pinnacle of um, romance in the 21st century, meeting on Tinder, being different uh, nationalities. So I think it's, it's we give a good overview towards um, the love and dating Fine. circle. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, I guess because he's also Indian and 
he knows that you're Indian. So do you wanna do you wanna answer first um his question to you? But before that, we were always told by our community not to engage with them and to make friends within our community. Since you grew up here in a GCC country, did you experience that, Joshua, as a na- as as a nan, as a non-Arab expat? Okay, so first nan? of all, uh, for all our listeners um, who are not familiar with Kuwait, Kuwait is also part of the GCC. Mm-hmm. So it is also like the UAE does have a very big expat community, especially for people who want to come there and work. It's also a really tiny home, country, by yeah, the way, very, but it's very, 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 very rich. Yeah, very rich as other GCC countries. Because they have a lot of oil. Oil and gas money. Arab money, guys. Okay, so for me, his question was, did you experience any of this growing up in the UAE since you were a non-Arab expat? Mm. To be honest, uh, Baby Panda, I grew up in a very diverse community. Like, straight from the get-go, I was uh, introduced into, like, a Filipino church in an... In, um, in a multicultural high school as well. It was a Catholic high school as well. Um, so I grew up with all nationalities. You can name it. Like I've had Syrian classmates, Polish, Filipinos, Indians. One guy was even from New Zealand. And uh, there was also a classmate of mine who was uh, a, f- a woman. Uh, so that was cool. Like we had like different uh, genders as well. Did you just say you had a classmate who was a woman? Yeah. And? She was in our school. Like, she was a girl, but uh, she was a female girl. Okay. Yeah, so it was cool. Like, we, like we... you've never had any women classmates before? No, like, growing up, you never see them. Like, cause obviously, Why did obviously... you have to mention that as if <laughs> women are so, like, no, it's, it's a mystical? Privilege. It's a... <laughs> no, I'm gonna... <laughs> I was gonna make a sexist joke, but I don't know how... Because... <laughs> Okay, I was gonna do it because I'm a joker, but it's it's a privilege that a woman eventually goes to school. So. Oh my gosh, that is such... no. I love. Don't be cancelled. I, I, I love women. I love males. Um, I love everyone. I love animals. But um, it's just a bad joker, guy. But but growing up, I did have like my parents did say like warn of certain races. I don't want to mention any races, but of mm. course it's like. Stay away from this. They will ask you for money and they will never pay you back. Oh, Or okay. stay away from these kinds of drivers because they mm. will uh, definitely get into an accident and you, sh- you shouldn't be surrounding them. Like if they overtake you, just let them overtake you. Stereotypical. Basically, it's... Yeah, stereotyping is, people. Yeah, various stereotypes. Like all the stereotypes. I have to there. say, though, that I guess our parents' generation and generations before that, they're so used to stereotyping people based on their nationalities because i wouldn't necessarily say that my parents did the same but you with their actions towards other people or like when i see when we all watch the news together they'd be like yeah of course they're from this country or they're from that country or for example if we go outside they'll become more protective if someone from this race or from this country is talking to us versus another race or another nationality talking to us so there's this um how do i say it natural stereotypical behavior or reaction from our parents based on generations and generations of how they were raised and the same for us right no it's 100 true like i'll give a clear-cut example let's say you have a new boss 
And then you tell someone, oh, have any boss now? The first question that they usually ask, they ask like, oh, where's your boss from? Mm-hmm. And then I'll say, oh, my boss is from Egypt. And they'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my boss is from Pakistan. Oh, okay. So you better do these things. Like, so it's like, yeah, there's like a stereotype link to them. Right. Which unfortunately, nothing in this world will ever change. I always feel that uh, a race is tied to you no matter where you are, no matter where you go. Right. Like if I tell people I'm Filipino, Oh, so you 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 work for KFC or you work for McDonald's or something? Mm. Huh? Then I say, oh no, my boss is a Filipino. It's like, oh wow, this Filipino worked really hard. It's right. it's, it's, it's 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 sad, but Janine and I were were raised here in this country, so we know we know the best of the best, and we know the worst of the worst. We're used to it, and like which is sad, but we're used to it. But at the same time, we embrace every nationality. Like Janine and I, we we don't see religion we don't see this color of their skin we treat everyone normally and i think that's also another blessing which people overlook that because of the fact that we are in the middle east we have a very diverse expat community because i don't think like with the color of my skin i would do very well in let's say a european country Mm -hmm. i'm just throwing it out there i'm not too sure like how i will be treated but obviously racism Mm -hmm. is still rampant in a lot of countries and uh but for me i've like, even to answer this guy's question, and to some extent, I've shot my shot with every nationality here in the UAE. I've, um... Yes, I'm, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make Janine feel uncomfortable, but she knows, she knows no. every, like, she knows... I know everything. I've dated different nationalities. I've shot my shot. Uh, but I think it's also because of the fact that, uh, I'm confident that I can approach anyone that I want to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to push yeah, you sorry. towards your mic. Sorry, I like talking to you and looking at you. Yeah, okay. Where were we? You like talking to me and looking at me? Yeah. Okay, fine. It's like a, I'll take that. I like having the conversation. It's with, like you're 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 trying to redeem yourself after you saying that you've shot your I've your dated shot. so many nationality guys, but I love you, okay? You're not the best one. <laughs> no, that's true, that's true. Like uh, he he tells me all about his past and <laughs> You know I can leave you anytime, right? <laughs> I have so many girls waiting for me. No I'm kidding, guys. <laughs> what, no, but what are you on today? But uh, I think I've really digressed from his question, though. But yeah. uh, but just going, answer his question, bro. I know, I know but <laughs> this guy's like already switched off the podcast. No, but uh, so just to answer directly, no, my parents did not tell me to stay away from any race, but they did tell me to just be wary of uh, certain individuals not to not not befriend them but when mm. i do a certain action like oh don't drive this person home really late because he lives in this area or don't lend him money or she money because of uh they this nationality has been known for not paying back and all these kid things and don't or don't get into trouble with arabs though right because of course in the in the middle east arabs are king Mm. to to some extent i i would say i wouldn't say to the full extent but um i just never try to piss off any arab there are certain perks that are i would say how do i phrase bestowed. it bestowed upon them mm-hmm. bequeath upon them yes um i would say half upon me as well like let's say for example i get into um, um a scuffle with another another person um, this is this is a true story, by the way. I got into an accident because someone, um, someone was taking a wrong way within the roundabout, and he basically 
um, skid, skid through my the side of my um, bumper. He exchanged paint. Yeah, a little bit, but mine was a little bit more damaged than his car. <clears throat> and so he's an Arab national. He's an Arab national, and he got off of his car. He was with a friend, and he started saying. So I started calling the police, but I could hear him on. Uh, like I could hear him from the background talking to his friend, saying that when the police comes in, that they will say it's my fault in Arabic. Um, not knowing that I understand Arab and I'm an Arab myself, half Arab. Um, so the police came in. I allowed him to like speak everything that that he wanted to say. And then when he was done, I just looked at him, spoke to him in in Arabic, and I said, "Are you done? Can I speak now?" And then I looked at the police and I said, "Can I say my piece now?" And then. <laughs> The guy was like, holy crap, she speaks Arabic. I got in myself. Yeah. So then I said everything. And then apparently the reason why he was trying to cover up his mess is that he doesn't have his licenses expired and his car registration is expired as well. Yeah. And I think it's also due to the fact that the police in the UAE, they, I don't know, I don't want to, and I don't want to get into that. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Don't get into that. (laughs) Did he go missing? No, but then I, I just... Because it's easier to speak to a police and they look at you as as if, okay, I can speak to this person in Arabic. You can explain your piece better, especially when it's like the older policemen who are not so great in English. And they hear you speaking Arabic, they'll be like, oh, okay, I can speak to this person in Arabic. And for example, you don't speak Arabic. I can twist your words. I can tell the policeman, look, this guy did something blah 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 you'll never know what i'm telling him exactly and and at the end of the day at the end of the day this is their land yeah and we are just like guests or visitors or here to make our money but arab is king in this side of the world they won't expect the same benefits if they're somewhere else but uh it's a unspoken rule i guess yeah to me it's not really arab because i'm half arab but of course there's that unwritten rule like the emiratis are untouchables you know like you can't really don't get into a fight or if you ever come into a heated discussion with an Emirati, just back back off. Yeah. Best thing is to back off. So that was the advice, but not really Arab in total. Which yeah, is, like I've had fights with... Which is with still the- sad to say because it feels like you're racially profiling people, right? Like, okay, if you're Emirati, I'll back off. But if you're not Emirati, I can like try yeah. and shoot my shot yeah, that's and, true. you know, get into heated argument with you which is so sad to hear but that's the reality yeah that's the reality because this is this is their country you get into a heated fight with them and you get into the bad side of it you can get kicked out Mm -hmm. this is their country they're not going to get kicked out anywhere else yeah even if they do something bad they'll just get reprimanded but this is their country they're not going to leave yeah we're leaving yeah because it's not our country so yeah. that's that's the root of all of these inferiority complex towards let's say if not just emiratis then arabs because it's it's a very tricky situation to be in see i'm not afraid of any nationality like with regards to what they can do to me like if they want to fight or throw mm. fists or yeah. or say something bad about me but the only people i like i take a step back from and like make sure that like i stand my ground is with the with the actual locals of this country but anyone else I won't take crap from them, and if I do, Janine's always there to to <laughs> speak on my behalf when I when I tone down. She's done it a lot uh, just recently as well. She's done it. Um, yeah, about, at, the, at the doctors. He has such a kind heart. Bless him. Like most of the time, he would just be like, "Okay, okay." He has a very patient mindset. 
Yeah, but if if anyone like touches my family or touches yeah, Janine, then you, you'll see a side of me which, guys, you wish you've never seen. And I'm telling you that right now with the kindest heart, I will stab your neck. <laughs> 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 that is like the kindest threat ever. <laughs> Let's get back to him. Let's I'm so your neck, sorry. I'll take you to the ER right after. Okay. <laughs> let me just let you suffer for a moment. <laughs> sorry, baby panda. We've digressed. But so you've answered his question, right? Anything I else see, you want to add? I feel I've answered it. Um, okay, it's my turn. Experience in the year since you are not. No, but but make friends with everyone. I don't think at the end anything bad will happen to you. But just keep in. Ear to the floor is that the saying? Keep an ear to the floor and make sure that. What is that saying, dude? No, like make sure that you. You're grounded. You're grounded. Okay. That you don't take advantage of their kindness. Imagine he keeps his ear to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm listening to the Have a Nice Day podcast. And earphones are on the floor. Let me let me answer mine. Then let's give him some advice later. Okay, go. So mine is there's a stereotype in the Gulf that Arab women don't go for men who are Asian or South Asian. I would say, yes, that's still. That's still prevalent. Um, there's still a lot of Arab women who would not take a second look on, let's say, Filipino, um, an Indian, a Pakistani, uh, I don't know, any Daisies, any Southeast Asian, Taiwanese, Singaporean, name them all. I don't think they would even give them a chance which is super super sad because there are so many successful good looking kind-hearted forgiving thoughtful men who are from everywhere not just southeast asia or you know indian india pa- pakistan but yes that's still that's still here mm-hmm. I-, I would say less than before it's not as taboo as before but a lot of families would still how do we say it would still not allow their daughters to go for uh, their Arab daughters to go for Asian men. Giving him the cold hard truth. Yeah, straight. I know. So, but, but having said that, I'm sure there is still like, a. am not that that's an advice later. Let me answer his question. Okay, okay, first. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. I was getting too excited. I want to help know. baby Panda find I, the love of his life. We are going to help him, but just let me finish my, answer to his question sorry, sorry, so sorry. his because his answer is there there's this stereotype yes i'm not gonna say no it's there true is, it's true, it's true. whatever janine said i hundred percent back up yeah and and i myself like i go to lebanon i go back to my home country i have friends who are arab i don't see them or i i've never seen them given you know giving an asian man a chance which is super sad you know, mm-hmm. um. So yeah, that's true. I'm um, second. I've always been intimidated to ask an Arab woman out, as I always assumed that I would get rejected. So my advice here is that, okay, g- I understand him being intimidated, but just shoot your shot. What, what will happen? What is the worst that can happen if you already think like the worst that you can think is that you are getting rejected? That's it. See, I, I, I know where he's coming from because even at one point, I was really scared of being rejected. Like, oh, what if I'm so nice to her and at the end of the day, she doesn't even call me or text me back. And I used to be, that was one of my biggest fears. But at the end of the day, I was like, sooner or later, I mean, not at the end of the day, but like sooner or later, it, it dawned on me like, is this a rejection? And there's like 3.5 billion women in the world. And I can literally have, I can literally like, 
okay I was, gonna, I was gonna say literally have anyone i chose but, okay. I'm just, but i'm just saying it to to pacify him because it's a woman at the end of the day guys focus on yourself that was what Stay I was gonna strong say. Kings. He's he's quite young. He's twenty three. I think some of his hesitations. Oh, twenty three. Oh man, yeah. this guy has his whole life yeah, ahead of exactly. him. Exactly. And I was just gonna say that maybe some of his hesitations or intimidations also come with the religion because he specified Catholic male. Uh-huh. Now, when we're talking about Arab women, there is a big chunk of those women who are Muslims. So I don't know if meeting someone outside of his religion Race, uh, sorry, religion yeah. is okay for him or not because mm-hmm. that already cuts out a lot of women right um and also from the other side like arab muslim women won't necessarily date or even give a catholic or christian guy a chance because already you're breaking the laws of having an asian um boyfriend plus a christian boyfriend if you're a muslim woman that's like super haram right yeah um, so that's very tricky. But there's still a lot of Arab women who are Christians. I myself, I'm a Christian. You know, I come from a Christian family. And my dad is an Orthodox. And there are a lot of other Levant um, Arab women who are also Catholics or Christians. Um, so I would say, first of all, before going to this, my advice is before, because you say that you're intimidated. Before that, I would say work on years and years of you being brought up with this stereotypical mentality of having an inferiority complex towards Arab nationalities or other certain nationalities, whites or anything else, and build that confidence in you first. Because, come on, you're 23, you're really young, you have so much ahead of you. Um, I'm not sure if you're still in college, university, or you just graduated 23. 23 might be looking for a job or maybe is an yeah. entry-level position or... Yeah, work work on that. Um, work on yourself. Work on things that make you who you are, make you unique. If you have certain talents, do that. Work on your faith as well. I see that you're, you're Catholic. And you will attract good people in your life, I'm telling you. So I, I want to add something as well. See, uh, I know Indians are very insecure people. And mm-hmm. I'm speaking about a lot of people that I know. And it mostly comes from the the place where they're like, oh, Indians and uh, second class citizens. And we don't have the best English. And like, I even had people come up to me like, you're really Indian? But you don't even act like an Indian. I'm like, what does acting like an Indian even mean? Mm. And I have like guys who are like, Josh, can you teach me how to speak in your accent? Even if I'm not very happy with my accent, to be honest, guys. Uh, I have people like, oh, how do I change my Indian accent? And all these people are making fun of me. They talk about our body odor and stuff. But uh, so I know where he's coming from. And right. I think one great tip that I can give this guy is shoot your shot. That's, of course, one which Janine had already said. But just be authentic as well. And I, to be honest, I know a lot of Indians who are dating different nationalities. I know... Um, this is just for your reference. I don't think it'll make any big difference. But I know, like, I know a Syrian guy who's dating an Indian woman. Right. I know an Indian guy who's dating a Russian model. I know I'm, a Lebanese guy who's dating a Pakistani. Well, not dating, married already to a Pakistani woman. Yeah. So, it's maybe like a few years ago we wouldn't have been able to give you the same answer. But now times are changing. Like I'm Indian Filipino dating a Lebanese Filipino. So it's right. also something which is like really i wouldn't say 
out of the blue, but it's not as common as you see. Yeah. Mixed race couples now, I understand like it's 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 getting more relaxed the whole situation about it. Mm-hmm. But I think religion still does play a very important part. So if you if you really want to start dating an Arab woman who's also maybe in the same faith as you, maybe you can start looking at um Egyptians, I would say Egyptians. Mm. Uh, Lebanese. Um who else? Who else? I wouldn't say any I wouldn't classify any country. I'd just be like any woman out there, Arab, non-Arab, any race that you connect with, that you feel comfortable with, that you see yourself growing up with. I mean, I don't know if you're just about dating or you're looking for someone in the future because, I mean, he's still a little bit young. Yeah, but I want to see him have mixed race babies and the cutie pies i know because they're going to be the cutest babies ever seriously like imagine a half indian half egyptian child wouldn't that be like something you don't see everything but but i'm telling you it's 100 percent possible yeah and i just wanted to so his last question is could you provide some insight on the dating culture for lebanese or in general arab culture okay i guess it's from from my end again um dating culture is different Based on, I would say, religion um, in an Arab culture, the more open people are mostly from either a Christian background or maybe a Muslim family who were brought up in Canada or in the U.S. or parents who are not as strict because that versus someone coming from a really strict um, family background plus being a Muslim that's very, very difficult. Like dating for them is not really as open as us. I, you wouldn't see them on Tinder. You wouldn't see them on um, Bumble. You wouldn't see them socializing outside. That's very different. So I guess I'll focus on those who are more open-minded. Um, dating culture, same as everyone else. Um, there are people who are on online dating apps and there are people who are basically introduced to each other through friends or who've been together since college university days or who've met through work the workplace How about pda what is P- uh, public display of affection yeah, like holding hands are you are you okay? are they okay with like holding hands I in public can't. with like a it depends again with muslims you wouldn't see that that's not really a thing uh-huh. um, but I, but i see a couple of like hijabis with their with their husbands holding hands um more so again towards like christian and maybe atheists people who don't really have a religion um or don't really believe in anything uh, but they're from the arab um from an arab country they're more open i would say they're more open towards dating other nationalities but lebanese in general um they still like to date lebanese people uh unfortunately that's still a mentality within the country more so for Lebanese who grew up in Lebanon versus those who grew up again in Canada or the States or here in Dubai. They have more of an open mindset where they've already been um, accustomed to other cultures. They see a lot of half and halves. They get acquainted to other cultures so that they're more open. They're like, oh, okay, there's more to the Lebanese culture. There's more to this and this. Yeah, more than have like having a straight face and like, 
they're open to new experiences, new religions, new not new, sorry, not new religions, but new experiences. Yeah, and I would say just like one thing, there are a lot of Arab women who are now into like Korean oppas. Oppas. Is that true? Yeah, because like all of the K-pop and K-drama and like BTS and all of these like K-pop male figures, a lot of like there's a big Arab fan base for I did like not K-pop. Know that. I, yeah. I thought the not the weirdest one, but the most unique one was. I know a lot of African women who are obsessed with K-pop and like, I want a Korean I think, husband. I think everyone. I think everyone now are obsessed with like Korean men. Yeah. so Because of these K-dramas. So Baby Panda, just be a K-pop star and you're going to have <laughs> every... You, you, possible, the possibilities are endless. You can literally have any woman you, know what? you want. I have to say, like Indians have the most beautiful women, the most beautiful men. And it's sad that they're getting a bad rep. Yeah, right? it's like it's like what what is that saying? Like one, I don't know. Like one eggs in a basket makes the whole basket. One I, rotten egg. Yeah, like one rotten egg. Like I'm makes pretty, everything. It's, it's all comes back to stereotypes, guys. Yeah. Indian. Oh, he's a taxi driver. Filipino. Oh, he works it's in just, McDonald's. So it is. Yeah, it's sad. Like even even for Filipinos, we get this a lot. Um, unfortunately, the Arab. I wouldn't say everyone, but there's still this Arab mentality that Arabs are above certain Asian because let's fat let's let's take it into a factual consideration arabs are still asians right because we're yes yes, arab countries yes middle east is still part of asia as a continent so they don't understand that we're all asians we're all asians (laughs) whereas i'm still like fully asian i can claim that because lebanon is still part of asia yeah so it's just except Egypt, which Egypt, Egypt is, part, is of part of Africa. Africa. Yeah, um, but we're still all Asians, and I don't know. For me, it's just for me, I'm out of that mindset. Like I don't care if you're this or that. But I would say when I was younger, yes, I I had that mi- mindset. Like oh no, um, an Indian or oh no, a Pakistani or oh no, because that was was that's what was ingrained in my head. Mm. Um, not just like from from family, but like from people around me. Yeah. From even Filipinos. Even Filipinos like who would look down on Indians and Pakistanis. And, and it's vice versa. It's like and vice versa. In, Philippines will think, oh, Indians, and then Indians will say, oh, Filipinos. So yeah. it's like, where's the love, guys? Yeah. And then Lebanese will be like, oh, Filipinos or oh, Indians. But I think we're lucky because we come from two different cultural backgrounds, and living in Dubai made us more. Um, how do I say it? exposed to different cultures and so for us we don't care we don't care like Janine and I we've seen like Arabs and Filipinos on the street we've but, seen Indians and Russians on the street and we've seen yeah uh, which is super Americans cute, by the way. with Indians as well so it's like it's it's random like Janine and I we obviously make a comment like oh that's so cute that's yeah. really nice we don't we don't like against like oh he must be really rich or oh she must have a big inheritance coming her way right. oh he's so old she's so young what's going on it's something like that it's like we love everyone. Love when I was us. younger, though, I would hear my, like, elder family members, older family members say that. And so it's difficult. It was difficult to remove that from my brain because that's the automatic response. Mm-hmm. Especially when you would see, like, a young Filipino lady with an older Caucasian man, for example. That's the... the Don't do that. That's the automatic response. But more and more so, you get exposed to these... Um, how do I say Judgmental. it? Judgmental. Like people educating you, 
you know it's all over the internet like stop being a racist this is not okay to say this is not okay so the more that you read the more that you expose yourselves the more that you educate yourselves you'll be exposed to what's being a racist and what's not being racist and um i just wanted to say we're so privileged to say that by the way it's because not everyone can say that That's not true. everyone can say yeah. that there are still a lot of people from other countries who cannot or are not able to date at all from outside their culture or outside their how do i say it their circle. tribe their circle like even in india right yeah the caste system they have to yeah stay. the caste like you have to stay in a you know the caste like gujaratis with gujaratis and you have the sikhs with the sikhs so mm-hmm. it is difficult and we're very 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 privileged to be able to say i don't care about race or i don't care about where you're coming from we are colorblind <laughs> no we're not i don't want to say we're colorblind i think we should see color um <laughs> no we should see color we should and embrace it yeah. yeah yeah you don't have to be colorblind let's say if there's like a black person you acknowledge that okay he's black but nevertheless if he's black it doesn't make him fit into a box right he is my equal she is my yeah we're yeah. like an asian person yeah. you, you see them as an asian person as a korean a filipino chinese but you don't box them into a certain category just because they're from a certain state city town whatever yeah yeah spread love spread love bro baby pandem we wish you really all the best yeah. Uh, we hope that you find the love of your life. <laughs> whether answered your question. Whether she's Arab or what, Korean. Yeah. Yeah, just... Imagine just, a Korean Indian baby. Oh, my oh gosh. Man. I've, I've, so, my ex-colleague, he's Pakistani. I you can see my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I did date a Korean. I <laughs> no, I, my ex-colleague is Pakistani who's married to a Korean. And his baby. The Please, cutest you have to girl, show me pictures. The cutest girl. I don't know if I have pictures because it'll be weird if I had a picture of a baby on my phone. <laughs> no, from but his Facebook or Instagram. I don't have. I forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> Something I don't know. Maybe Kim. Jong Un. Just Kim. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, we honestly wish you all the best. Please do keep us updated on uh, on Please. your dating. Yeah, and and don't just limit yourself to Asians. If if you have, I uh, sorry, to Arabs. There's a whole variety of women out there and i'm pretty sure one of the one of them has to find you attractive <laughs> and and maybe he's asking specifically for an arab because he has a crush on an arab woman so go for it shoot your shot go for it baby panda shoot your shot okay here's a challenge i want you in one month to reply back to us and tell us what you did okay yeah. baby panda yes let us know baby panda i'm sure you're listening to this maybe you'll get back end up to us being her baby panda killing <laughs> Oh, baby panda, because pandas are black and white, and he's talking about mixed race, so panda is black and white, so at the end, he is a black and white person, because he's... Thank you, guys. That was a... <laughs> you know what I mean. I know Glenn, where you're yeah, going with that, black yeah. Black and white, two okay. and one. I got yeah, it. Basically. I got it, yeah. That was smart, baby panda. Yeah. That was very smart. Okay, so... Yeah. Um... Go for it. Don't be scared. Be confident. I think if there's one thing that our women likes is confidence in men confidence and i don't humor, know humor humor 
Really? I don't know. I don't know. But Maybe that's subjective to yeah. a... I yeah. think they're confidence. Confidence. Confidence is where you're Gucci belt and you'll be able to become <laughs> no. any Arab woman. Also, there's a fine line between cockiness and confidence. So make sure that you're on the confident side, not the cocky side. No, but here's my last minute tip. Gucci belt. You're, you wear a polo shirt with three buttons open. Uh, spray as much perfume as you can. And sleek your hair back. Like, take a this much of gel like this much of gel just dump it on your head and take a comb and pull it back and you'll be able to attract any Arab woman are you sure that that was how you attracted me because no if you wear a Gucci belt and and buttoned your shirts three buttons down and have your hair sleeked back with tons of gel I wouldn't I wouldn't date you Next week episode, guys, that's my attire for this podcast. I'm going to sit on that, okay? And, and reveal your hairy chest. <laughs> I have a shave. We've got actually approached from uh, a shaving company for, for us promo, but uh, we decided to turn that no, down. No, no, thank you. Because that's not the kind of products we want to yeah. market on this podcast. But yeah. anyway. We're, we're a wholesome podcast, guys. We're a wholesome podcast, guys. <laughs> we, we like to maybe promote biscuits or like some... Food. Some bakery, some pastries and stuff. Yeah, not body trimming, uh, <laughs> below the belt shaving products. <laughs> <laughs> Look how you phrased it. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for contacting us, but we're good. <laughs> I, I might contact you separately. <laughs> <laughs> for personal reasons. <laughs> I can do a solo podcast. <laughs> Guys, if you had a solo podcast, would you ever listen to it? Yeah. We talked about it the last time. We're like, if we break up. Who's going to take the podcast? And we decided I'll take it. Hey, we didn't decide on anything. We decided. (laughs) (laughs) You decided on your own, dude. (laughs) If we break up, guys. You know what? We're going to put a poll up. If we break up and we have our own podcast, which podcast are you going to listen to? No, don't do that to me. I I know the the (laughs) listeners. Oh, wait. I have all the King and the Sting fans. I know. Actually, they followed you because of you. (laughs) Again, thank you. Thank you so much for everyone who came in from Cats. The Cats podcast. Cats podcast. We're super, super thankful for for all of your support, your comments. And thank you so much to Baby Panda. I know we digressed a lot as usual. I think you guys are already used to our handy advice podcast sessions. But that's how it is. Yeah, and... uh if you want to get back to us, Baby Panda, you can also send us a message. And if you have any further questions, maybe on something that we said or did, you can always come back to us and we'll always invite you with open arms to this podcast. Um, if you want, you can also do a Zoom call with us and we can record oh, it. Oh, that would you, be great. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Or you can send us um, you can send us a like a voice note through our... our yeah, what? on our link, on our... Anchor. On our anchor, there's a, vo- a place where you can send voice notes, guys. And we would love if maybe some of you could even send us... Just like what Anand did on episode two or three. Yeah. If you go back that to was one so, of our that first so few cool, episodes. Yeah. yeah. invite everyone to send in some some nice words. And, yeah. And comments. So you can uh, close the show, baby doll. Ooh. Thank you, Ken. <laughs> Yo, that was so cringe. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to everyone who subscribed, liked our podcast, and commented. We were super, super grateful for you. It's because of you, and that's why we're I have one more minute. So let me go. go let go, me go, go super go, go. fast. Um, it's because of all of you guys. That's why we're able to push through. If you'd like to follow us, um, follow us on Half a Nice Day Podcast on Instagram. Send us an email at halfanicedayshow at gmail.com. Google form for handy advice. Link is in the bio, as well as the 
the YouTube description, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and follow us on Spotify or wherever to, or wherever you listen to your podcasts from. Um, and if you're watching, like and subscribe and hit the notification bell to be turn notified. To turn the on the notifications. notifications. That's it. And on that note, have, have a nice day. Nice day. <laughs> have a nice day. Okay, again. And on that note, have, have a nice day. day. We love you guys. We like you as a friend. Bye. Bye.